1: They never go home, they never go home. They never go home.: those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service.:
0: I feel like I can really commit to this promo 100 percent as I was away for most of the week, so I don't feel like I'm blowing my own trumpet
2: no. in
0: this particular.
2: Well, that's a... Yeah. Advertisement, Murph. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, my
0: holiday involved driving up to Northern Ireland, finding everything was closed due to inclement weather, and spending my Saturday afternoon in the boozer watching BBC Final Score from Northern Ireland with a bunch of Coleraine and Crusader supporters. <sighs> yeah. Three all, if anyone's asking.
2: Yeah. Like, do you feel mega refreshed now that you're back, back in the harness zone? I'm, I'm not entirely sure. If your holiday is a complete washout, then does that make you more... Happy or less happy to be back at work? We had a great time, Irv. Oh, okay. The company was amazing and the people up there, <laughs> in great form altogether.
0: In my absence, the lead mic was passed around between you, mm-hmm. Mark, yes. Ken, and mm-hmm. Richie.
2: Yep. There's we an email. shared the load we shared
0: the load, yeah. There's an email in about Ken's political podcast. here. Second Captain, just wanted to write to say how absolutely fascinating I found Ken's discussion with Fiona Sampson about Mary Shelley, 200 years on from the publication of Frankenstein there was a slightly bittersweet element to this enjoyment however as it became clear that Ken is now the number one candidate to take over from Melvin Bragg on Radio 4's In Our Time I look forward to enjoying his future podcast appearances ahead of this big money move and I hope in the meantime that Ken doesn't prove a disruptive Alexis Sanchez style presence in the dressing room that's from Dr. Dr. Dominic oh. Cavlin
2: Cavlin Cavlin oh yeah. and doctors they're usually so circumspect about putting doctor in front of their <laughs> name <laughs> as well
0: <laughs> He's a real outlier in that respect. And of course it was Richie whose latest player's chair was an absolute belter with Republic of Ireland centre-half Shane Duffy. I
1: know what I am and I know what kind of... What does that mean? I know what I am. I know what I am. I've got to work hard, really. I'm not the, I'm not the most talented footballer in the world and where you get them players you know they've got the ability and you know you can see what, like, the Special players like the hazards and stuff like that, where you are like, yeah, but you are a centre half. It's not exactly, kind of fair yeah. to compare yourself to someone like Hazard. No, I am ju- just talking about ability yeah. wise, where you can see. Well, just because you played against him this weekend, it was like, yeah, what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was, it was the toughest game I've had probably, where you can see, like, you can't get near him really, and it was, it was difficult. He had so much space, and it was great as well, though. I was loving it, like not really loving it, but I was loving playing against someone that quality. It, See how how good they actually are, and it reminded me of Tino when we played them, and mm. it was just like a different level above, like like the the average game on a Saturday, really. So even in the game when you're up against someone, um, like us at home watching it can be really appreciative of the yeah. brilliant things they do. Even you as an opponent, sometimes you can, in the moment, even <laughs> still be appreciative. Oh, after ten minutes, <laughs> I think I looked the the centre half so was playing. We played three and. I just went, wow, like, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, Just bring him down, really? Or, and it was just one of them moments where I don't really have it in games, where you're like, I can't get near him. Like, but on Saturday, it was one of them where I was just, I was wow really.
0: I was watching Eden Hazard last night against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I, what Shane Duffy was saying there was sticking in my head. There was a moment where Iwobi and Monreal... Both ran over to try and dispossess him. Realized they were, exactly like Shane Duffy says, Realize we can't get this guy. And just both tried to kick him, failing for a while. Eventually, after the two of them chasing after him for a few seconds, one of them managed to hack him to the ground. Yeah. But it's a really nice insight into what it's actually like playing against these
2: amazing footballers. Yeah, and it's not often that that you hear someone speak as honestly as... I mean, like, Shane spoke like that for the entire interview, just yeah, like yeah. that level of... I mean, maybe... In, Richie touches on this with Shane in the interview as well maybe it does actually come from having played in the lower leagues and actually having to work really hard to get to that level Damien Delaney
0: we spoke to last year very yeah. similar similar position and, and very similar outlook actually kind of like look I don't, I don't I'm not trying to put on a front here I, would, I don't know if Damien Delaney said I know what I am but he basically had that air yeah, about him yeah, as yeah, well yeah, yeah. they both realised they've done well and they deserved it as well and uh, yeah so fair play you can listen to that Shane Duffy interview and look, look you know you guys are great, right? You money-only people. You're keeping us top of the iTunes charts. And That's we appreciate that, we appreciate of course. That. you know?
2: I don't want to start this off on a, on a bad footing, but it's time to
0: take the next step.
2: Let's move on in this relationship, you know? Let's progress. If we're not going forward, we're going backwards. For access. So let's, let's do this. To all of Richie's players' chairs, and all of our many
0: amazing podcasts to come, you can get on to secondcaptains.com and sign up now. It just takes a couple of minutes. Come on, sign up to the World Service. Thanks, Kieran. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, everyone.
2: Never forget the true nature of this city.
1: Listen, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. And this
2: bike, by the way, I'd only had for two weeks.
1: What happened to it? Dublin happened to it. Dublin has kicked the shit out of the bike. There was a few minutes when I blithely believed that I lived in a civilized city. I arrived
2: home. It was already dark. There was rain and mud everywhere. Oh my god, this town!
1: So I thought to myself, no need to drag my bike through the house, given that all I'm doing is, you know, getting changed and getting my stuff and going to the pool. So I'll just leave it here beside the front door, not on the street.
2: I was in the house for probably for eight to ten minutes. What the fuck I said, I don't know. I haven't put up in ages. just give me some And there's nobody on the street. And it's dark. And there's not even any foot traffic. Open the door. Bike's gone. Oh my god, this tan! It's actually been taken from outside my front door in an eight-minute period of being unguarded. And this bike, by the way, I'd only had for two weeks. This bike was given to me by my brother. Oh my god, this tan!
1: And I'm thinking, why? What happened to it? Dublin happened to it.
2: Never forget the true nature of this city.